me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Look around you, that car you're driving, that house your family lives in, making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream, you did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 302, Legends of Tomorrow, 209, Raiders of the Lost Art is what we're talking about today. We're going to get gotta get super spoilery on it. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Settle in, guys. This is going to take a second. Uh, a little mystery is solved when we learn that Rip touched a time drive to get himself to safety and reprogram his personality. This was everything he could do to escape with and protect the Spear of Destiny. He is found again by Merlin and Dark in L.A., appearing to be a film student with no memory of Rip Hunter, but with a script that basically tells Rip's story up to this point. They try to kidnap him, the legends head them off, and Rip is arrested in the chaos. Also, George Lucas drops out of film school. Sarah, Stein, and Mick succeed in kidnapping him from prison, but utterly fail to convince him that he is a time master. The change in careers for Lucas creates a time aberration that causes Nate to lose his history knowledge and steal his powers. It also causes Ray to be only really smart and suitless rather than incredibly smart and in position of the Adam suit. So Ray, Nate, and Vixen set about finding Lucas and convincing him to make movies. They almost convince him, but Merlin and Dark find them and take them away, having learned that Lucas unknowingly has the spear. However, Lucas tossed it in the trash, so the tree are, trio are brought to the landfill to search for it. Lucas finds the spear, but the others convince him that they can't give it up because Dark will just kill them anyway. At a crucial juncture, since they are in a trash compactor and are nearing certain death, Ray and Nate demand that Lucas own up to what he really wants to do. He searches his soul and finds that he wants to direct, which changes the past again, giving Nate and Ray their powers back. The rest of the team shows up about this point for a showdown with two-thirds of the Legion of Doom. The battle is in their favor until the reverse flash shows up inside the Wave Rider. After a talk with Gideon, Film School Rip decides to try acting like Time Master Rip in a bluff that is designed to save the team. It fails, but it buys enough time for the ship to shoot the crap out of the Legion, which buys enough time for the Legends to recover both the spear and the amulet and escape. All but Rip, which is haunting Sarah. Meanwhile, Mick tells Stein that he's been seeing snart and visions. He also threatens to harm him if he doesn't help him fix his brain. Stein performs a battery of tests and finds something the Time Lord's implanted. He removes the chip but finds that it wasn't actually working. Having tried everything up to and including brain surgery to fix the actual brain, Stein is forced to explain to Mick that the manifestations are emotional and psychological in nature and that he does, in fact, have feelings. Finally, the Legion have film school Rip Hunter back in their custody and are planning on some in-depth torture time. Wow. This is a meaty Phew. episode. Yeah. Um, the trash compactor actually made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I'm assuming you know the reference. Yeah, I still uh, still remember it. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, uh, of course they take all the steps they do in New Hope. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Womp womp. But, um, you know, man, that George Lucas fake beard looked awful. Oh, so bad. <laughs> I, I I feel like he yanked it from one of the props that he was using on the on the film. Right? Because those like, looked equally bad. Too. Yeah, that looked that looked that bad. Looked right. I hate I hate I hate, hate to find out that's that guy's actual hair. I, I would feel bad. Yeah, it almost looked like he was just wearing like a big uh like a big felt beard. Yeah. You know, like they had like in like old Sunday school um, yeah. Christmas play. Yeah, oh yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> the third Wiseman's going bald this year. Right. Um actually it may have just been Vandal Savage's beard piece. Right. Um <laughs> Um, Legion of Doom, just a, just something from my old Hanna-Barbera cartoon I liked when I was a kid. That was good. That was, that was funny. Was solid. What'd you think overall? I mean, I, I kind of, I enjoyed it. Um, it was okay. I, it was my least favorite of the shows this week. Eh, it's still Lucifer. Yeah. I mean, not counting Lucifer. Out of the, out of the, that's my yeah, least out of the CW TV, I thought it was <laughs> probably the weakest, but it wasn't, I, I, well, they were all just pretty good this week. I just didn't think it, I mean. This is exactly what I expected to be as far as quality. Mm-hmm. And some great lines, obviously. My favorite um, might be Ray. First of all, my gluten allergy is very real and challenging. <laughs> um, yeah, that was funny. I laughed with, with shrieking Rip Hunter. Yeah, oh yeah. Just, just him like, shrieking. <laughs> when he gets arrested. Darvel did, I thought, a pretty great job this week. Darvel did a great job. Absolutely. I mean, it's a completely oh, new character he's trying to do here. Good, good stuff. Great, great job on the accent. Um, I really loved uh, when Merlin walks into the police off, uh, the police station, and the guy stands up and like, "You can't go back there," and he just like just so calmly puts the knife in that dude. <laughs> Flip. Doesn't break his gate. No, I mean he does. He just stops and just very calmly just puts that knife in that dude's gut <laughs> and then just walks away. Yeah. Oh, it's just, oh, it was creepy. You know, it was, um, there's something charming. I don't know how about Merlin wanting to see the Sinatra star. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is about that. That like gave him extra depth suddenly. Oh, I mean, he did do his, his way between, yeah, between murders. I guess he puts on old Sinatra albums. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I could see him and dark singing, you know, like singing together on some old crooner tunes. Uh-huh. Oh man, I loved when they were uh, talking to Dark and Merlin. What are you, some kind of comedians or something? And Dark goes, huh, or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great. Those guys got super dead. Yeah, they did. Oh, how'd you like the reference at the end when they're about, about to watch movies? Howard the Duck? No! Yeah, that was fun. Okay, I might be crazy. There's a bit where uh, Dark and Merlin are inside of an elevator. It's just it's like showing action, 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 and then, then the it cuts act. to them. St- yeah, it cuts to them standing in the elevator with the the worm's eye view mm-hmm. with the music. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this a Blues Brothers reference? Because <laughs> it feels like a Blues Brothers reference. It might be. They were. I mean, we're already. They were kind of talking Hollywood the whole episode. Very, yeah. very maybe. I mean. I'm sure they've done that bit in other movies, but I always Blues Brothers is my favorite movie of all time. I always remember it from that movie, where it's just like the cops like running into the the place and they're in into the uh, Cook County clerk's office or whatever, yeah. and 
that it just keeps cutting to them just calmly in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. That's what it seemed like, and I hope that that was actually the, that reference. But yeah, anyway, it worked for you anyway. If it if it wasn't mm-hmm. even meant to, it worked for you. So mm-hmm. did this did this make you laugh when like Jax tries to grab Rip and Rip just starts or film school Rip and he just starts like pounding him with the script like ah ah get away get away get away yeah that was funny it it kind of like it that was when I knew exactly what kind of episode I was going to be in for it's like did I just watch him attack him with a rolled up pizza set up with a rolled up script okay all right yeah. this is they whew, for my we're gonna money. go for it aren't we yeah for my money they could have said hey let's not do that so much and. Focus a little more on why George Lucas decides to leave film school because of this. Like, I mean, he probably because he—I just assumed he shit his pants and was like, "I'm out of here." What does that have to do with anything? He superheroes could still show up and kill him as a car dealer, car salesman, or I think whatever. He was an insurance salesman. I'm not sure. Whatever it was, I don't remember, but it may be an insurance. I thought he—I <laughs> thought it said that he had like moved out of L.A. Maybe he just thought like, you know what? Fuck that. Fuck L.A. I'm out of here. This is uh. No. Maybe. I, I, I see your point. Uh, you can get killed by super people anywhere. But he was, you know, yeah, traumatized outside the in the parking lot of the film school. So we was just like, you know what? I'm out. I'm gone. I'm done. Peace. <laughs> right. I like I like the, the, the button they put on that. George Lucas has the spear of destiny. <laughs> yeah. It was patently ridiculous. Yeah. But <laughs> it, you know what's you know what's funny though? The compactor scene it, they find the spear. That's mm. great. Um they conv- like they they ask him like what do you really want to be and you know, I want to direct it kind of like seems like it's cheap in a way mm-hmm. but it's technically sound mm-hmm. like they they made him finally own up to like you know what I don't care how scared I am I want to direct movies so mm-hmm. now they've changed the past without ever having to go to it just by convincing him of his own convictions you know yeah. I get how it works it just seemed a little mm, uh, a little cheapish absolutely it's one of those weird uh, times kind of where you're like, like... Oh, I know it works on paper, but damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. I uh, I didn't dig that. Uh, they just kind of threw it in. Malcolm steals the totem of Zimbazi from Vixen, and then she steals it back. Eh, eh. Eh, that's fine with it. I mean, he yanks it with one good move, and she pickpockets him with one more good move. Yeah. I mean, if I'm to understand it correctly, they've... She's bonded with the totem, so there's not really a way that he could have used it anyway. Right? No, but it does depower her, right? Which is enough to um, it's enough, yeah, definitely enough. Let's just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> it advanced the script. <laughs> I, I enjoyed Mick saying that Snart was a time ghost. That was fun. That was good. Everything um, with Mick, as usual. Um, I was. Uh, did you cut? I was a little. Hmm? Did, did, how'd you, I, I'm trying to remember if I got this right. If he comes out, they they clip to him, and he's he's finishing a sentence. Ever since then, I've been afraid of giant frogs. <laughs> S- stop everything and tell me the rest of that story. <laughs> oh, when Vixen throws Malcolm Merlin that damn Wilhelm scream. Oh, did they use it? Absolutely. Oh, shit. I didn't catch that. <laughs> Through, ah, yeah. Like, ugh. Please stop using the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> they don't do it on Arrow too much that I know of, that I've recognized, so I'm assuming it's a Phil Klemmer thing. Maybe. I mean, it's, I don't it's, know. it's infamously in Star Wars, so you know that's a you know it's an in, in-house yeah. reference, but uh, yeah, you know actually I, I know, but on, they've uh, done this on they've done it on Legends a few times though. Have they? God, I um actually I'm pretty sure I caught that in Clerks the other day. I think that maybe we heard. I heard it somewhere in the View Askew universe. I laughed. We watched them kind of like all at once. I lost track of where it was. Mm-hmm. It's a long weekend. 
But uh, no, mix mix stuff. I don't do feelings. Run a test. Fix my brain. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so we've got a non-brain surgeon digging shit out of mix. Yeah. Everybody comes by. What are you doing? Only to brain like, surgery. Right. <laughs> only to find that, okay, it was just your imagination. Yep. But uh, great shot of Mick, though, just like kind of facing himself there at the end. Just mm-hmm. like facing the fact that he misses his friend and he's going to have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Fantastic with that. You know what actually made me laugh more than it should have? Um, when Nate and Ray are going all flowers for Algernon. Uh-huh. They go they go find Lucas, good, right? Good pull. Yeah, they good they pull. go find Lucas, right? And they, they're trying to just talk him into it. And mm-hmm. they, they tr- they're trying to convince him they're not doing a good job. Vixen decides, like, boys, just shut the fuck up and let me take care of this. Right before they do that, though, Nate comes on. <laughs> Nate, like, pops back on screen real quick. He's like, Psh, stay in school. I don't know what it was. It's the like the way he popped back on screen, kind of, and the finger. It made, yeah. made me laugh. Sorry. Don't know why. I don't have to. It's laughter. Yeah. You don't have to know. Hey, you know what? I like that. Uh, I like uh, George Lucas's uh, Cool Hand Luke poster. Yeah. That was a cool poster, right? I mean, I've seen the poster a bunch of times before. It's the classic poster, but I just, I like it every time I see no, it. No, I don't remember that. I don't remember any it's artwork. I like Cool from Hand Luke. Cool, cool Hand Luke. So, explains that. <laughs> Oh, one well, more McLean early on. Um, but I'm a doctor of nuclear physics. Same thing. <laughs> if you tell anyone I'm going to kill you, I believe you. Oh uh, yeah. Now this is this is what really struck me. Mick has a drum set, mm-hmm. a guitar, and I think a bass guitar in the background in his little mm-hmm. cubby hole. Yeah. Oh my God, can we do that one episode? <laughs> I I feel like Maybe. Nate is probably the kind of guy who at least learned how to play some classic rock on guitar. Doesn't that feel right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure oh. Brandon Routh knows how to at least play some bass, based off Scott Pilgrim. Maybe. At least I remember him knowing how to hold one. Um, hopefully he can play a little of it. And then Mick on the drums. Can we? Can I like? Can we walk in and like one episode they're just making like a raucous mess back there, and Sarah comes in and goes, "What the hell are y'all doing?" <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, we're practicing. Practice better. You suck. Oh. Then just go right back to playing badly. Sarah storms away. Oh, freaking boys. Yeah. Or just walks away. Children. I'm on the ship with children. Children are in charge oh, yeah. of time now. She she always seems like she's saying that somewhere. I know. Somehow. She's really taking on this, like, uh, this, this I'm in charge of these guys role. Uh-huh. I like what they've done with her. Yeah. I think that's all I've got for this episode. Yeah. I mean, where does it leave us? we got several other pieces of the Spirit of Destiny out there. I guess we'll be looking for those. Um, Do we have several other pieces? Well, they only have a piece of the Spirit of Destiny, I thought. Oh. I, I assume you have to have all of it, maybe? Not permanently. Changes reality. That's interesting, though. Yeah, I've I've lost track. Yeah, it's a it was a heavy episode. Oh, um, just one more good line. Rip, rip there when he's at the end, uh, about to get tortured. Full time student, part time rec- recreational drug user. Seriously regarding the latter right now. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That'll do it. I'm good. Yeah, he was the highlight of the episode, though. He really was. It was really cool to see him as a completely different character. It was, and again, great job on it. He did a great job. Nice. I mean, not that I haven't seen him as several characters throughout, you know, his career. Yeah, of I've course. But been watching that guy for a minute. But some for the CW universe this week, there's some serious MVPs on performances. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we are DC on screen. You can find every episode at dconscreen.com. We're proud members of the Giants has team up network. Giants has team up.com. Track us down on Facebook and Twitter, DC on screen, one word, or you can email us DC on screen at gmail.com. If you want to get in contact with us, uh, proud members of the Batman Podcast Network. Give those five-star written reviews on iTunes or Stitcher to be entered into the giveaway. Uh, 
One out of ten will win a $15 or less DC trade paperback, DVD, or Blu-ray of your choice. We are going to be coming right back with a recap and review of Arrow 510. Who are you? Until then, keep some DC on your screen. You know what drives you, what inspires you. You know why you're here today, thinking about your education and your career. But do you know how to get where you're going? Indiana Wesleyan University is a place where your dreams and goals are known, where you're pushed to excel, and you're supported beyond graduation day. Explore our tuition guarantee, our faith-integrated coursework, and more than 100 online degree programs. See how it's possible at iwuishow.com. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.